0: Learn more at marines.com. Welcome to the Daily Hammer, your daily news source when it comes to the Atlanta Braves as part of the Battery Power Podcast Network. My name is Sean Coleman. Hope wherever you are and wherever you are listening, you are having a wonderful start to your Friday. The weekend is finally here. It's been a kind of a weird week for the Braves with them having two off days, two needed off days, obviously. Not that the Braves are playing terrible. It's just that, hey... After a pretty you know, consistent start to the season in which there weren't many off days, it's nice to be able to have a few rest days to get the bullpen some rest and to make sure the Braves are staying as healthy as possible as they've been playing a better stretch of baseball going into this weekend. Of course, you can find the Daily Hammer, the Battery Power podcast, and the Road to Atlanta podcast all at BatteryPower.com. At battery power SBN across all forms of social media, as well as free on all podcast platforms, wherever you enjoy listening to podcasts, that's where we will be for free. Make sure you subscribe to get all the latest content when it comes to the Braves. My name is Sean Coleman. You can find me at stats sac on Twitter. When it comes to the Braves, here's the latest from Atlanta. So, Atlanta now has had, as I mentioned, its second off day of the week. Coming off a stretch in which, in three straight series, they tied the Mets, they won two out of three versus Milwaukee, and they split a two-game series with Boston. Again, that may not seem that impressive, but a 5-4 and four stretch, including the Braves winning four out of their last six, that is definitely an improvement from where things have been, and we're starting to see, you know, some pretty important players start to find their groove. Ronald Acuna Jr., when he's been playing, and hopefully, you know, there's nothing that's going to come further from, you know, his slight leg injury that we saw on Tuesday. Hopefully, two days of rest will allow for him to be available this series against the Padres. We're starting to see him contribute. Matt Olsen is continuing to refine, you know, his groove, though he never really fell off the production along with the patients at the plate. Both of those things are are starting to find their form again. And as we've discussed many times, the bottom of the Braves order has definitely found some consistency as well. Well, it's important that the Braves are having this stretch of success now because there is a very, very manageable and advantageous part of the Braves schedule coming up that if Atlanta can continue to tread water against the Padres and then against the Brewers over the next week. Things start to get a bit easier for the Braves in terms of the talent, or in terms of the competition that they're going to be facing. And don't get me wrong, I'm not saying in any way, shape, or form that the way the Braves have been playing, you know, for the majority of the season so far, they should in any way, shape, or form overlook who they're going to play. My point is, is that if the Braves are getting closer and closer to playing to their full potential on a consistent basis. They're coming up on a part of a schedule where that really could help them start to put wins together and get in a position where we all feel they should be, especially heading into the summer months. Let's reset the scene, though, for the Braves right now. Currently, the Braves are 15-17, six and and a half games back of the Mets in the NL East division. And the thing is, is that the Braves right now are tied for second place with the Philadelphia Phillies. The Marlins are only a half game back. So in no way, shape or form, have the Braves, um, you know, position in the division really changed. You're not really focused on the division this early in the season. You're just focused on getting yourself in as good a position as possible, especially with the fact that the season so far has been less than ideal for the Braves. But you've got three games coming up Against the Padres, who are twenty and eleven, one of the better teams in baseball. Right after that, you play the Brewers in Milwaukee, who you just beat in a, in a three-game series, including last year's Cy Young Award winner. The Braves can go three and three, four and two. Continue to either win series or, or, or tie series. They will be able to find themselves either as close to five hundred as possible, or perhaps even above five hundred once they get past those two series. But then here is the key for Atlanta. After they play the Padres this weekend, and then they play Milwaukee next week, from Friday, May 20th through Sunday, June 19th, the Braves will play a month's worth of baseball, against teams that are a game or two games over 500 or less. And just to be honest, they're going to play teams that they are more talented than. After this series against the Padres and after, um, you know, next week's series against the Brewers, the Braves will play three at Miami, four at home versus Philadelphia, again, likely without Bryce Harper, three at home versus Miami, three on the road at Arizona, four on the road at Colorado, two versus Oakland, Four versus Pittsburgh, three versus Washington, and then three at Chicago. Now, if you don't remember all those games, I'm not going to either. I understand. But my point is, is that in though in that month stretch of games for the Braves, when you look at the teams that the Braves are going to be facing on paper, there's not a team over that stretch that you can look at and say, okay, the Bray, this team is clearly better than the Braves. A few of these teams may have been playing better than the Braves at times right now. But the point is, is that the Braves are slowly but surely rounding into form. Again, winners of four of their last six. We've seen the offense be able to consistently cash in run scoring opportunities. We've seen the pitching staff start to at least consistently put the Braves in a position to win after the Braves starters have gone through the opposing lineup two or three times, you're seeing different aspects of the Braves team do what they need to do to at least give the Braves a chance to win games. And now they're starting to put together a few wins in a row. If they can have success against the Padres, if they can find success against the Brewers, maybe go three and three or better over their stretch of the next six games, then the opportunity really presents itself for the Braves to be able to put together the winning span of games that they need to to really start to separate themselves in the group of the National League's elite moving forward. Again, I'm not trying to assume anything. I'm not, you know, sitting here saying that the Braves all of a sudden are going to start playing to their full potential moving forward. My point is, is that the Braves at least have the opportunity that they're looking for, and signs are starting to show that they're rounding, at the, they're rounding into form at the right time. All they simply need to do is take advantage of it, and that starts this weekend with their ace on the mound in max free. So the Braves will welcome the Padres as they'll be... To, to, the Braves will be welcoming San Diego to Atlanta, the second time this year that the Braves have played the Padres. Um, and, and, and so far this season, you know, they faced the Padres as their first away opponent for this year when the Braves, you know, took care of one of their West Coast trips for the season, you know, as the one, as their first road trip of the season back in April. And in that series, the Braves will be showing in this series this week in the same three pitchers that they started off last series with. In San Diego, in that series in San Diego, the Braves had Max Freed, Charlie Morton, and Kyle Wright going in the first three games of a four game set. A four game set that the Braves were able to, you know, split two games to two, and they were able to win the games that Max Freed and Kyle Wright pitched. Well, this time around, San Diego comes to Atlanta with, you know, similar characteristics about the team now that was there then. But the Padres are now 20 and 12, and the pretty, you know, impressive thing is that they've been doing it without Fernando Tatis Jr., who'll be without again for this series. One of the biggest reasons why. The Padres have been so successful is that they have been, their offense is basically not necessarily carried, but, you know, clearly the way to beat the Padres is to not let Manny Machado beat you, who right now has a 3F war on the season and we're one fifth of the way through the season. That's correct. Manny Machado right now is on pace for a 12 or 13F war season as a player. He's been outstanding overall. Clearly a true MVP candidate and arguably has been the most productive player in baseball this season. Of course, you can make a case for Mike Trout and others. But Manny Machado has clearly been one of the best talents so far this season in Major League Baseball. And that is something the Braves are going to have to be cognizant of when it comes to their ability to play the Padres. Figure out how to have someone else other than Manny Machado be the one to beat you when You're facing the Padres' offense. The pitching matchups for this weekend are are pretty fun to see. On Friday, you'll have veteran Hugh Darvish for the Padres against Max Freed. And then tomorrow, you're going to have Sean Maniah going against Charlie Morton. And then on Sunday, Joe Musgrove going against... Kyle Wright. Well, as for tonight's matchup, it's going to be spectacular to see. We all know the capability that Hugh Darvish has, though he's not as dominant now as he has been in the past, and he's struggled a bit lately. He certainly is more than a formidable opponent, and he beat the Braves the last time they faced them in the last game of the series in San Diego earlier this year. But if you're the Braves, you can't help but be confident when it comes to Max Reed being on the mound. Max Reed has won his past four starts, has only given up four runs. Maybe a bit of a concern is the fact that Freed has allowed three home runs. He's allowed a home run in each of his last three starts. But what's even more impressive, you know, while that may a a bit of a, be a bit of a concern, what's impressive is that through 37 innings this year so far, Max Freed has 35 strikeouts to only two walks. His control has certainly gotten found its groove over the past four games. He's struggled with it a bit in the first two starts of the season, but he definitely has found his form over the past four games. So the Braves have to feel confident with Max Reed on the mound. He's going to do his job finding success, limiting the overall production of the Padres. Can the Braves turn the tide that they've been fighting against over the past you know, several games in which they can take advantage of getting the lead early. Instead of the Braves playing from behind, can they instead take the lead early, especially with their ace on the mound? I think that'll be a theme to watch. Tonight, Then, of course, on Saturday, Sean Minaya, who the Padres got right at the start of the season, he's been a nice acquisition to their pitching staff. Can Charlie Morton, though, continue his success from over the weekend this past Sunday against the Brewers, being able to put together five shutout innings? Still was had to work through a bit of trouble, but one of the more convincing victories of the season for the Braves, led by Morton's efforts, can he put together his second straight impressive start Going into Saturday. And I think that when it comes to the Braves with Freed versus Darvish and Morton versus Manaya, you have to feel the Braves are at least in a position. They're in a favorable position when it comes to those starting pitching matchups. But then Sunday, to me, is going to be the real game to watch in this series. Kyle Wright, after last game, after earlier this week against Boston on Tuesday, in which he did get up, give up the one beginning that we've seen before. Kind of derail him from having any stretch of really solid success so far in his major league career. He he would put together a few good starts, then would come out for an outing, give up one big inning, suffer a loss, and really wouldn't be able to put it back together. Can he bounce back this time around? I am much more confident now that he'll be able to do it than he did in the past, but that will be a big key to watch for this series against San Diego. We know what we can expect from Freed. Can Charlie Morton put together a second straight solid start to kind of show that he is reversing course from his early season struggles? And can Kyle Wright bounce back from his worst start of the season? Those are going to be two big themes to watch as this series progresses through the weekend. Of course, the Braves offense will certainly be something to watch as well. Will Ronald Acuna Jr. be back in the lineup? Will there be any type of shifts that we saw with Brian Snicker showed some new looks in the lineup on from Wednesday night? It's going to be a very interesting to see if things change up a bit for the Braves, especially facing a team to the level that San Diego is playing right now. So it's going to be a lot of fun to watch. And also, I want to remind you that there's going to be plenty of opportunities for you to watch as well. Obviously, Friday's game, Will be on Apple TV. Saturday's game will be on Peacock. So you're going to have different abilities to be able to watch the games and on different platforms depending on what you have access to when it comes to, you, to your cable, streaming services, what have you. Make sure you check out make sure you check out batterypower.com for the latest on where you can check out the games this weekend. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's fun to talk about the Braves when they've put together a successful stretch. Now it's just the rest of the team continuing to find its form and the Braves should be able to start playing baseball to the level consistently that we know they can. And a lot of that hopefully will be improvements from Marcelo Zuna, Ozzy Albies and others and hopefully on the mound, Charlie Morton as well. Going to be a lot of fun to see. Hope you enjoy tonight's pitchy matchup, a fun one between you, Darvish and Max Reed and that continues throughout the weekend. Of course, you can find the Daily Hammer, the Battery Power Podcast, the Road to Atlanta Podcast, all at BatteryPower.com, at BatteryPowerSBN, across all forms of social media, free on all podcast platforms. Wherever you may listen, that's where we'll be. Make sure you hit that subscribe button when you do enjoy. My name's Sean Coleman. Always a pleasure to be with you. You can find me at StatsSAC on Twitter. Go Braves! We'll talk to you again soon here on The Daily Hammer.